It's Monday, September 18th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. And today we have our Bible study Monday, and we are actually finishing our walk through the book Ordinary by Tony Morita. Josh Caldwell will cover the last chapter, chapter five. Josh is Lifeline's Director of International Adoption, and we're glad to have him present chapter five of Ordinary. As I read this chapter and was thinking about God-centered humility, something that came up to me and reminded me of my childhood was the book of Daniel. When you think about the book of Daniel, you remember the two main stories that we were told as kids. One of them was a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego story of the fiery furnace. And we were also told stories of Daniel and the lion's den. And I think these are stories that are incredible pictures of a God-centered humility. And I just want us to look there for just a couple minutes and then look back at Tony's chapter to see some ingredients that he gives us in our daily life for a God-centered humility. When you look at Daniel chapter one, you see this picture of Jehoiakim was in his third reign as king of Judah. But this is when Nebuchadnezzar enters the scene, the king of Babylon coming to Jerusalem to besiege it. In Daniel chapter one, verse two, it says, the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand. And along with some of the articles from the temple of God, these carried off from the temple to his God in Babylonia, put in the treasure house of his God. And if you read on down, you'll see where they uh, were chosen, these boys, these young Hebrew boys, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But we don't want to miss this first part of Daniel, where it really is setting up the picture that, um, that King Nebuchadnezzar was trying to store up the, the things of this world for his God um, to make his God great. And we know that this book is really about showing that there is one true God that is supreme, that is a God over all gods, and that is the true sovereign God over our, press, our, our past, our present, and our future. And if you look at these stories very specifically, Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you see that these Hebrew boys will be used by God to display the glory of God. And they do that by also displaying God-centered humility. If we look over in chapter 3 of Daniel, we start to see um, this, this picture of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that King Nebuchadnezzar had made a gold statue, and he had asked all the people in the nation to bow down before this statue, and that those that didn't would be thrown into the fiery furnace. And as you look, you see that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in verse 16 tell Nebuchadnezzar, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this manner. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. Verse 18, but even if he does not want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the um, image of a gold statue that you have set up. 
This is them showing a God-centered humility that their God is great and they are focused on him, but they are not going to waver. They are not going to bend. And I love it because it it goes on even in in Daniel uh, chapter 4 and chapter 5. But I want to look quickly at chapter 6. The story that we all heard as kids is Daniel in the lion's den and how um, Daniel was tricked by the administrators because they knew that Daniel would be praying to his God. They knew that Daniel would go to his house and kneel before our God, our Father in heaven, and pray to him. So the only way to get Daniel in trouble would be to trick him by setting up a decree that only people could pray um, to, to the king, which was King Darius at this time. And if anyone prayed over the next 30 days to anyone else, they would be thrown into the den of lions. And they knew in verse 10, it says that when Daniel learned that this decree had been published, he went to his home. He went upstairs into a room where the windows opened opened toward Jerusalem. And three times that day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. Even in the midst of knowing that he would be punished, Daniel humbled himself before our God. He kneeled before our God and he prayed. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel show us a God-centered humility. And that God-centered humility is one that is focused on our Lord being supreme. And Tony gives us some great pictures of how we can take this in our life and how we can have a God-centered humility. And he gives us four ingredients, starting in page 108 in his book. He gives four ingredients for a God-centered humility. And the first one is conversion, that as we become uh, Christians, we are made new. Uh, We are made new in with our heart being transformed with the gospel. In Luke, uh, excuse me, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. In Ezekiel 36, 26, it says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you the old heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And that in our conversion, we are made to have a new heart that could be humble before our Lord. And the second thing he talks about, the second ingredient that Tony gives us is scripture. Um, on page 110, he has a great quote that says, We can identify with the weak and the powerless, for we were weak and powerless before Christ rescues us. All throughout scripture, we are seeing Christ come to the rescue of the people of God. And this is this good news that we see through scripture will transform our hearts daily. And we are to focus our hearts on scripture and meditate on it and think on it so that our heart can be made humble before the Lord. The next thing that he gives is prayer. And if you look back in Daniel 6 that we just talked about, we see that Daniel showed us this this humble heart of going before our Lord and praying daily. And in in Tony's book, he uses that to just talk about how we are to go to the Lord and have a prayer life that is before God, that is committed to humbly walking before our Lord. And then the last thing, the last ingredient that Tony gives us is the glory 
of God. And we know that the glory of God is supreme in our lives. And we are to live not only a God-centered humility, but we are to live as God-centered Christians. Christians that are thinking and praying about how we can honor and glorify our Lord. And at the end of this chapter, Tony uh, speaks about two challenges that he wants to give us today. And I think that is the challenge for each of us as we listen this morning is, will we meditate on God's word? Will we take the time to focus on his word and allow his word to penetrate our hearts and make us new, make us see the reality that the Lord is in control, that he is the God of all around us and he is the creator of all things and we can humble ourselves before him. And the next challenge is, will we seek the Lord in prayer? Today, we want to challenge each other to go to the Lord in prayer, just as Daniel did in chapter six, where he went before, kneeled before the Lord and prayed to his God that he knew was in control. This book, this chapter really challenged me um, to look at my prayer life and to look at how I study and meditate on the word of God and how that can transform me to be a humble servant before my Lord. And today I would challenge you in the same way to pray and humble our hearts to live a God-centered humility. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.